Welcome to the Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. My name is Dr. Adriana Popescu. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and leader in the field of mental health, energy psychology, addiction, trauma, and empowerment. In this podcast, we will be exploring mental health from a variety of perspectives, from the spiritual to the shamanic and beyond. What if mental illness isn't everything we think it is? What if everything we see as a pathology is actually a possibility? What else is possible with mental health? Hi everyone, Dr. Adriana Popescu here with you today with another episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. I'm really happy to have with me today a personal friend and colleague, Ruth Galvan, and uh, her passion is to facilitate spaces for people to bring more ease into their lives. For more than 13 years, Ruth has been dedicated to guiding people to release stress in their bodies and lives through tools not only for stress management, but also for a more efficient use of the vital energy for a greater life. Ruth is a certified massage therapist as well in different energy modalities. She is a certified facilitator of Access Consciousness. I think she's a bars facilitator of Access Consciousness and a, and a certified trainer from the HeartMath Institute. So we're going to talk about lots of really cool stuff today. Welcome, Ruth. Thank you, Diana. Thank you for having me here today. It's a pleasure to be here. Finally doing this with you. Thank you. I know. I know. We've talked about it for a while. I'm really happy that you could join us today. So I always like to start off every show with asking my guests a little bit about their own story. Like, how did you come to find these modalities, do this work? Like, what was happening in your life that led you to these things? Well, um, I can tell you I'm originally from Mexico. I have been here in the United States for um, 20 years, around 20 years. And the first thing I was uh, thinking when, when you invited me to do this, this program is uh, the first time I had the experience of having a massage in my body. And 20 years ago, more than 20 years ago in Mexico, uh, this was not um, something that it was uh, uh, very popular. Actually, I was talking uh, lately with a friend of mine that he just came from Mexico and he's a therapist. And he was explaining to me that lately there's a lot of these modalities in, in Mexico. People is more open to this. But back then, 20 years ago, I remember going to get massage from this lady that she started here in the United States. And it was just, it was just this space for my body. And I felt so relaxed, something that I never experienced before. Um, and I was going to have a massage therapy at least once a month. And when I came here, I had the opportunity to study uh, and to, to study massage and different modalities. But before I went to massage school, I went through postpartum depression when I had my, my first son. Um, and and that's, that's another thing that in Mexico, um, back then I never knew about depression. That's so a topic that, I mean, was I never knew what, it, what was that. And I, I didn't know what was going on with me. And I went through postpartum depression that 
went through uh, two years of taking medication and I was tired of doing the medication because it was, it totally changed me and I was looking a way to leave the medication. So I started looking for different uh, natural alternatives. So I remember um, uh, the massage and the experience I had with a friend that she offered me once uh, a Reiki session. And somehow I find someone that was giving me one some uh, week Reiki sessions. And then suddenly I started relaxing and in changing something in my energy. And I was able to uh, little by little move forward and not being, um, you know, depending totally in the medication. I start like doing hiking and exercising and start little by little getting better so that i think that that combination of i, I was also in therapy and i have been i this is a, a something that i want to mention i always have been in therapy you know like a normal therapy but the combination of these modalities is something that i think is very helpful uh is not not only depending on on the talk therapy mm -hmm. It's so crucial. I mean, that's why I'm really do, uh, doing this show, you know, is to educate people that there are these holistic approaches to health and mental health and overall health and well-being, and that it's not really separate. We cannot separate the mind, the body, and the spirit. They're, they're, they're all connected. And so we have this fragmented treatment system, you know, that says, well, go to this doctor to talk about your problems and go to this doctor to write you a prescription to balance your brain chemistry and mm -hmm. this and that. And people oftentimes are only hitting one piece of the puzzle and they're wondering, why am I not getting any better? You know, like I wonder for you with the medication that you were taking for your postpartum depression, it seems like maybe that wasn't enough. It wasn't actually addressing all of the pieces. Yeah, because I think that that's the, thing here and it has happened to myself in that experience and also with the experience that I had with my son uh he was uh diagnosed with um ADD uh the wandering kind he's not hyper but when he was uh diagnosed the first thing they did is uh prescribe Ritalin without uh even having a therapy session like a talk therapy or something and that's something that I realized and I understand that um here in the united states so the medical system works that way but um i think we have to also uh make questions when something is prescribed to us uh, and ask our bodies because it's med medication is is i mean it's not it's not for everyone and also it may need it but it's it's good to have it with some other therapies too. So it's not only depending on the medication, you have to do your work because we have, what I discovered with myself, all these situations that I went through is because I had uh, emotions and trauma and insecurities that I that were there and were not, I, I didn't see them because nobody teach me that, that that was the problem, you know? And and once I started doing these uh, modality, different moralities, I don't know, but I, I can tell you like my energy start moving somehow that I could be in contact with myself more and, and was able to um, have that um, 
intelligence on, or internal guide to listen more and, and, and find different things that was, were going to help me. So I, I don't know if, if I explained myself right, but that, that, I think that was the process that I went through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you started tuning in to the energy, which most people, again, are not taught to do. And you started uh, following your knowing, following your intuition, or some people would say following your gut, mm -hmm. right? Follow your awareness. Um, mm -hmm. And so it led you to Reiki. Now, for those people who have not heard of this, um, what is Reiki? Well, Reiki, uh, how I explain it is like, channeling energy through the person that is doing the the the, the reiki session a facilitator um in channeling and i say it's like when you connect yourself like with a host and it's just giving energy through the whole body we have these uh, meridians in the body that are like um different uh roads in the body that the energy runs uh through so when when you're doing reiki that's just channeling energy through the whole body and the in the energy is so smart that it's gonna go to the place that is needed and it's just gonna move any uh, anything that is stuck there and i mean it's just gonna um fix that, that flow of energy that we naturally have and, mm -hmm. and I think that's, that's very important. And, and that's one way there's different modalities I know, but that's, that was one way that really helped me mm -hmm. to start with. And, and I, and the feeling that I had, you know, the relaxation and all the, when you get in that space and you start, I mean, everybody has, has a different experience for, but for me it was like seeing a lot of colors, uh, bringing memories, but good memories, like beautiful things uh, in my, in my space one hour when I was receiving a session mm -hmm. and that like changed my energy totally. And, and I was able to have that energy to really want to go out for a hike. Because when you are in depression, sometimes you just don't feel like it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that Reiki also, I mean, when you talk about that space of relaxation, that also it suggests that there's a relaxing of the mind as well. Like so many people struggle with anxiety, which is like this overactive um, thinking, <laughs> you know, right? And yeah. And how did Reiki, did you notice if Reiki also helped with any anxiety that you might've had back then? Uh, see, I, I'm gonna tell you that back then, because I was in an environment that it was not healthy. It was like, that was like my space, you know, like my time of, of the week for myself. But then I had to go back to this mm -hmm. environment that wasn't healthy and dealing with my, my with my things and my problems. So I didn't notice that much difference, but I'm gonna tell you what happened later. When I um, got out of this uh, toxic relationship that I had, um, I, I was able to pay attention to my head. And I, I noticed that I was always in my head and, and I just couldn't stop my head uh, of all these thoughts and things that were going on. And uh, so one way that I was looking for is meditation. 
So I found these small meditations and was focusing on the heart. It was where the, the heart mat meditation. So I was like, what is this? Like, because it really helped me like to bring my attention to my heart and start connecting. And um, so I, I, back then I started this like challenge, 21 days, no, 30 day challenge every day doing the exercises, the hard math exercises. And it really changed uh, a lot in, in myself, like just focusing that attention, not in my head, don't pay attention of whatever is going up there and just focusing on my heart and, and then adding some other ingredients. And I like it so much and it made a big difference for me. Um, but I noticed when I was not doing, when I was not cost, constant doing it, I used to go back to the same thing, you know, like I, I have to, you have to be really consistent and training your, your attention to not pay attention to your head. I call it in Spanish to the la loca de la casa because it's the crazy of the house because it's always talking and you cannot shut it out. You, 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 what you can do is just don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that people don't understand that and why meditation is often the entry point for so many people to just even recognize, like, I know for me, I joke about being a recovering head tripper, you know, because I was so in my head, I didn't even know I wasn't connected from the neck down. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I had a body. It wasn't until I went to massage school and learned about bodies and energy and meditation and all of those things that I realized I even had a body. So, um, yeah, and, and this is something very important because I noticed that I, I was not aware when I was like that, but then I noticed now when, when I don't pay attention to if I need to go to the bathroom and I'm holding it or I I'm hungry and, and I just keep doing other stuff and I don't eat. So right. that's, that's when we have to pay attention because we are not in our body, we're in the head yeah. and we have to make that pause and connect. <laughs> so yeah. that's very, very, very important. And uh, so that's that's uh, when I started doing the, the this uh, hard math work, and I wanted to learn more, so I became a, a, a certified trainer. And uh, then I knew bars, uh, so that was like for me that was huge because I noticed the first memory I had about uh, having the experience of having the the bar session. It was that like quietness in my head like mm -hmm. that space like everything like wow and it was just like a mini session it was like maybe 15 20 minute session and that was in 2015 i think and then uh until 2018 is when i found them again but back then i don't know why i i didn't find a facilitator close by and then in 2018 i found them again and and i have been doing uh the access bars and that's the same thing, but it's just like different in a different way. Like it, you just you just receive, you just sit and touch, somebody touches your head and you just have this space in, in, in your mind. And, and it's just great. If you have that problem that always thinking and thinking, but it's, a, it's the other option that is very, very easy. And it has been now in the pandemic a big tool for me, for my family. I have three teenagers and it really helps a lot. It really, when you have a problem 
and you run your bars, you forget what was going on. You forget about the problem. <laughs> so it's, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, and and all the other, um, I can tell you also um, what I like it because when I went to massage school, I had uh, acupressure. Uh, I learned acupressure too, and I had these, uh, you know, huge uh, experiences with acupressure. Uh, I was just receiving, you know, in the trades uh, you do in massage school, and I had, I didn't. Think, I, I mean, it was something unconscious, I think, but, well, you can explain me more about what happened, but I remember having this, uh, this um, session and I had this um, kind of dream of two kids coming and saying that everything was okay. And then I was like, why? And, and, and I had two abortions mm -hmm. and, and I didn't know, like maybe unconsciously, I was feeling guilty about that and somehow, it came out mm -hmm. and um, yeah, so that was like something really big that I noticed that this kind of work, it's really deep. It's really moved things that you are not aware. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I wanna ask you more about these different modalities, but first let's talk a little bit about trauma. Um, mm -hmm. I think one of the things that people, um, the average person maybe doesn't understand is that when we go through a trauma of some sort, and it doesn't have to be those big T traumas, you know, assault, rape, you know, getting beaten up or something like that. There's the little T traumas of life, of being harassed or bullied, of losing a pet, uh, going through a relationship breakup. Like these can equally be just as traumatic as those big T events. But I think people don't quite understand that we experience the trauma not just to our, our psyche, but it's like to, to our bodies, our minds and our spirits and that our body actually holds a lot of trauma. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, well, that, that's the thing that I think I, it happened with that session of uh, acupressure. And also um, I think the body processes like touching different areas, uh, or specific areas, organs that carry all this information. And, and I don't know that I think we have like these uh, neurons all over the body is not only in our brain and, it, and this information is in all the body were more complex. It's not just the brain and, and the heart. So it's, is that why we need this, this touch, this energy? And we, I mean, just think about a hug. I, I was thinking before um, doing uh, entering the Zoom. Like I remember a lot wanted to wanting a hug, wanted to be hugged because my mom was not a very hugging person. You know, she was very cold, and I understand. I mean, she grew up in a different way, but we don't realize how we as humans need that touch, and I think that's part of what give us that relaxation and it helps us to release all that charge and that tension and that trauma that we are holding. And, yeah. in, and in that space of relaxation is when we can let go of all those uh, traumas that we, we keep holding. Well, you're talking about safety fundamentally, right? Mm -hmm. And the person who's experienced traumatic events 
doesn't feel safe. And often if it's happened, if the trauma is to the body, an accident, an injury, an illness or an assault or something, we don't feel safe in our own bodies. So mm -hmm. I think one of the things that is such a gift in these modalities is not just, you know, you can do talk therapy and feel safe talking to your therapist, but what, but your body might still be in that like fight flight kind of response. That's mm -hmm. often what happens, especially for people who have chronic trauma, you know, their, their brain is telling them their amygdala is saying danger, danger all the time. And when we can use these touch therapies or energy therapies, we create a sense of safety in the body. And that's when the body can release um, the trauma that it stores because we, the body keeps the score, right? There's a whole book written mm -hmm. about it. The body remembers all of the experiences and things that have happened to it. It stores it all in there. And it's that imbalance of the nervous system, you know, like we are in that imbalance and we're always like in this fight or flight uh, response all the time. And it, we don't even notice um, mm -hmm. how easy it is to fight in that, to, to be in that side, you know, uh, I was just learning like if we don't eat, if we don't, if we don't, if we're holding it to go to the bathroom, the body is, is in that, in that mode. Yeah. So it's, it's something that easy, even if we have like um, an injury in our arm and it's, uh, you know, inflammation, the body is in that, in that uh, response of fight or flight because something is wrong with our body. So it's an automatic response of the, of the body. Yeah. So it's very important that we take that time to have a massage session to have a bar session you know once a week at least and have that space for yourself and your body has that experience so i think that's very important and i i didn't know i didn't know that because i'm telling you like i'm i'm, I'm originally from mexico and 20 years ago that was not i mean we were not you know talk about uh, depression about the body about these kind of things but now we have a lot of information and we can do something you know to ease more that um traumas or things that happen stress anxiety in our bodies we have different tools and it's it's um Something that I that I noticed is good that now this the medical system is is integrating more this yes. kind of therapy. So that 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 I think it's huge. But I would like to see more. And if really um, people wants to you know advance more in in their recovery or in their healing process, uh, looking for this kind of uh, therapies is, is, is going to be a huge, huge step, um, you know, in advance. Yes. You recently actually had a trauma of your own. You were in a really bad car accident. And I know you used a number of modalities to help you heal from that. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, the brain spotting therapy, I, I was telling you, it's, it's something that I felt like it changed the, the structure of my brain. Like it really, and it's really good how um, you explain it to me, like, or you were saying before, like we have this accumulation of different traumas. So it doesn't matter when something happens, it's just more accumulation and you just start 
releasing or accommodating your brain with this kind of therapies and, and the brain spotting therapy, I, I really felt like movement in my brain, like my brain rearranging. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I, I really felt like I had like kind of a new brain. Uh, it was, it was awesome. It was, um, I remember uh, at some point I, I have been doing therapy, talk therapy for many, many years because different things that I want I have been through. And at some point I remember I got the EMDR therapy mm-hmm. and it was, it was kind of, kind of the same thing, but no, no, this was more deep, like, it, but it, it was the movement of the eyes kind of like that. It, it reminded me back then uh, when I was doing that, but I didn't, it didn't have the same effect this brain spotting therapy. I don't know if it's the music, the combination of the different things, but it was it was awesome. It, it really changed uh, a lot of in 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 myself. So I can the I can tell you the 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 trauma that I had was an accident, and now I drive and I don't feel that uh, fear that I was feeling right after or months after when I was. Uh, uh, feeling a big truck close to to my car, or I was going to um, take an exit because I I was like super tense and I was my head was just thinking like something's gonna happen, something's gonna happen, and I don't feel that anymore. So it really changed something in my brain. Right. One of the things that happens for people who have experienced trauma is that they can get stuck on these loops. And you were, you're, I think you described one right there. You know, this loop, something bad's going to happen. I'm not safe. Something bad's going to happen. Ooh, danger truck. You know, the probably the truck that looked like what hit you. Yes, you know. And so, what I love about using these modalities, I am a certified brain spotting uh, practitioner and do some of these other modalities. You know, we're talking about. And what I find is that when we do this energetic work um, or, or the hands-on even somatic work, there's a number of modalities that work directly with trauma in the body. Um, we're, we're able to release those loops. We're able to get unstuck from, it's almost like a, a part of us uh, gets stuck in the trauma and we can't get mm-hmm. out and we keep replaying it. It might show up as flashbacks or nightmares. You know, when you keep replaying the scene over and over in your head, you know, things like that. Um, what a gift to have these modalities. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you one other thing that I do. I have a friend that I trade bars sometimes with, and we always have like, you know, issues like uh, relationship issues. And I found that we always talk about the same things and we run bars. There's this special way that you can run bars, uh, especially for loops like that. It's not that, I don't know, I don't, I haven't noticed that it's that powerful as the brain spotting for like a big trauma, but it, I noticed that at least I stopped thinking about whatever and it changed the subject to something. So it gets you out of that loop. Uh, it has helped me in, in that kind of things sometimes when I get stuck in a topic. So that's, that's another thing. And also, uh, uh, you want to talk a little bit about the EFT, that, yes. that's mm-hmm. another modality that I have used, and it has helped me uh, tremendously. And that's, um, I can tell you, uh, my, one of the things that I'm, um, I, well, I, I haven't noticed now, but uh, I'm afraid of heights. 
<laughs> and one time I was going to have this massage session with another therapist and we went to this uh, fancy place in San Francisco, like a condominium and the table was very close to the edge. So you can see like um, from the top of the building uh, on the, the street and, and she started telling me, oh, you, you do the tapping and it really uh, slow. I mean, like I started feeling less anxious and it's when I started to do the tapping work and that's another tool that I, I use and you can find a lot of information on, on YouTube online, but that's another really good tool to have. But I think, I think it's very important to have these kind of tools, especially in these times because we perceive a lot of what's going on around and sometimes we feel anxious, we feel unease and we don't even know what's going on and is that we are perceiving sometimes what's going on out, out, out there is not ours and and that's the other tool that I always use it's a the question it's is this mine or what is this and and that makes me do that pause and just be conscious that it's not even mine it's just something that I'm perceiving it's not that it's something wrong with me it's just like I'm perceiving something mm -hmm. I don't know but I mean like just knowing that it's not me it just like gives me that a little bit more peace yeah yeah so I want to take a little bit of a deeper dive into two of the modalities that you've talked about um I, I want to talk more about access bars so I think it's also timely um, you know, for this time of year. Uh, uh, so access bars, tell, you tell us how you describe it to people. Well, I just, uh, the, easy, the easy way that I have to describe it is like, take, like, it's like taking out the trash every day in your house. It, that's what the bars does. It's like each time we are thinking, I, I, I don't know, I, I, I like to think in terms of vibration. So sometimes we have thinking and it has certain vibration and we can have another thing, another thought and it has the same vibration. And so it's like an accumulation of files in our head. And sometimes it's just occupying that space that we can use that space for other things when we need to take it out. Mm -hmm. And the easiest way is just getting a bar session. You just sit down, relax, somebody touches your head. And when you finish, you're, you have that space and you can, you, like in a computer, you can run different programs and do different things. Sometimes we don't see possibilities and that's what the bars um, does for you, give you that space to, to uh, have different possibilities and different Things that you could add to your life but if you have your your head full of all those files you you cannot see them even if they are in front of you you cannot consider them yeah yeah mm -hmm. I, I it's almost like you're saying it's a it's a way to declutter your mind right mm -hmm. yeah and I would agree I probably explain it a, a little differently I I talk about you know the bars being these 32 points on the head mm -hmm. um that when you lightly touch them releases that electromagnetic charge that gets created by our thoughts, feelings, you know, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Um, and what's really interesting, you know, is now that they've done a few research studies on the bars, 
they have found um, marked differences in the brain, right? Like they hooked some people up to EEG machine that meant, you know, measures brain waves, and they see that the brain waves, both in the person running the bars and the person receiving the bars, which is why I think we call it gifting and receiving. When you gift a session, yeah. you receive a session. Um, both people's brain waves slow down, slow mm -hmm. down to more of the theta wavelengths, which we know from hypnosis and deep meditation, it's that more quiet state. It's like that uh, very relaxed state before you fall asleep mm -hmm. state. Um, and then when you're in that space, it is easier to release the junk. Uh-huh. In hard math, is that coherent state uh, that uh, is the nervous system that it's working, uh, you know, in that coherent state, the mind and the heart. Mm -hmm. So that nervous system is calmed down. Yes. And you can access to, well, in Maharma, they say you can access higher intelligence, you know, like your infinite being or your spirit, your knowing, however you want to call it. But it's how you tune in with whoever, who you are, who you really are. It's not your mind. It's, it's not your head, you know. It's, it's, so that state is what the bars can give you. And what I like about the bars is, is that, that you just sit down and relax. And even the person that is giving is, is also getting the benefit. And when I do a bar session, I also get very relaxed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes, what a, and what a tremendous thing. Yeah, the coherence. I think with the brainwave study, they found the different parts of the brain were more coherent in communicating mm -hmm. with each other in like the way they're meant to and the way they're supposed to. So it's really fascinating stuff. And, um, you know, January is the time of year when every year there is an annual Global Bars Day, right? Tell us about that. So yes, on the 15th uh, in Access Consciousness, we have this Global, global Bars Day. So people and facilitators all over the world, we have, um, different groups that will get together and we trade bars and we have this event online that you can access for free in uh, the accessconsciousness.com website and and you just learn about what access is and you go and receive a session and it's just like a great experience that we have and, and it's not just that we are also having September, October, the the mental health and suicide awareness. So I think those those events in the year are uh, great um, opportunities for people to come and try uh, a session. But uh, find uh, you can go and, and the website and the access consciousness and find a facilitator close to where you are there. We're all over the world and you can, you can get a session and just try it because you're gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, I think at this point, there's um, something like 12,000 or so bars facilitators around the world. And there's something like maybe 300,000 people that have taken a bars class so mm -hmm. around the world. So people can actually learn how to um, gift and receive bars in a one day class. You also offer those, right? Yes, yes. So you can contact us, Adriana, too, and we are here to give sessions. And yeah, it's wonderful. You want to talk about a little bit about the body processes, too? The body yeah. processes are 
are wonderful too. Yeah. So access consciousness, yeah, is really different. It's it's a modality, I guess we call it a method um, that has both hands-on energy work and verbal facilitation. And aside from the bars, which was the first body process um, they discovered, its creators discovered, then they discovered all these other energies that we can run. I think there's over a hundred or more different energies that we can touch different parts of the body and run a different vibration or a different energy that creates all kinds of amazing things for bodies. What, what can you tell us about the body processes? Well, the body processes, as you say, we touch different parts of the body depending on the process that we are running. And it's just like this movement on, it's not like Reiki, it's different, um, but you just put your hands on the person and you just, be there present with the person and you start perceiving all this movement of energy and a lot of different things just start changing um i can tell you like you can get rid of a pain if you have like some pain that are having dealing for a long time in with a body uh process session sometimes it just goes away mm -hmm. and it's, I mean, there are different things. There's uh, these um, facelift, uh, also facelift uh, session that is for the whole body, but you work in the face of the person and the chest and you can see how the, the you know, the face really changes. Like sometimes people doesn't realize how stressed the face is or the body is like, holding and they just relax and it's this nurturing energy that you start running and suddenly you just let go all those points of view that we are holding in our body because mm -hmm. basically is that is those those uh, points of view that we hold in the body of what we don't know we just start releasing and we get into that uh, neutral state and relaxing and and energy as I think as the body natural, the, the natural way the body functions is it's little by little, as you get more of this energy work, your body can make a lot of changes yes. and start functioning much better. Yes, restoring the body to its natural strengths mm -hmm. and its natural, which is what traditional Chinese medicine with the meridians and other types of energy work are also trying to do. I think they honor the body and know that the body is capable of healing itself if we just remove the energetic blockages, if we just remove the toxic effects that stress in mm -hmm. particular. Because we know the, the more stress you have, the greater the toll on the body. And so a lot of these hands-on energy work, which some of which can be done remotely as well. I know Reiki can be done remotely, for example. Yeah. Um, actually changes and improves the way the body functions. You can strengthen the immune system. You can you can help uh, an injury to heal faster. Um, we have body processes we can run. Like when I burn my hand on the stove, I can run a body process and not get a blister and not have, you know, a burn scar. So it's really, really, I mean, and then dealing with, you know, bigger illnesses and cancer. And these, other, uh, these other sessions, I don't do those advanced sessions, but you do like the, the SOP. Yes. And all those sessions, those are in distance and you can 
also have those those kind of sessions. I do this other modality that is called quantum resonance, and it's I do it through Zoom, and it really works. Yeah. The thing here is you have to try it because sometimes just because you don't you don't see it, and I have that because people sometimes they I have this person that has been calling me like for a month. He wants to have a session with me of the quantum resonance but he wants to have it in person. And I, I, I'm telling him, you know, like we can do it through the Zoom, I can do it over the phone, but it's just like people sometimes need that. And you can, you can tell us more about that, how the brain works, because some, some people maybe they need that, but it, it, it works, it really works. You just have to be open to try something new and different. And, as as we say in access just be open to a different possibility because there is other possibilities you just have to be open yeah well a lot of it is quantum physics i mean i'm not gonna i don't think we need to go down that rabbit hole but like quantum physics explains like the, the how energy can be um how energy can be transmitted across distances and and like it's really it's we're so much more connected there really is no separation between us um so it is, it is, we have things called mirror neurons. I mean, there's so many interesting things that I think explain how all of this works. And I maybe someday on the show, I'll get a good quantum physicist to come talk to us. Um, but in the meanwhile, where I would, where I usually direct people is to IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, because their researchers are like top of the field in terms of looking at this stuff. Dr. Dean Radin is one of them. I mean, he's written so many books about, um, how the stuff, how the empathic stuff goes when we're picking up on other people's thoughts and emotions, like there's a scientific explanation for that. Um, and they've done some remarkable research on that. So we'll put a link in for those guys because I think what they're doing is amazing. Um, but tell us more about heart math. That's, I wanted to, to find out a little bit more about it and maybe even have you give us a little experience of heart math. Yes, well, that uh, those exercises of hard math is uh, is basically getting your attention out of your head and focusing on your heart, because the heart is um, it has uh, scientifically proven uh, through different um, you know uh, investigations of the hard math institute that the heart is the one that has more uh it's like the director of the orchestra like if the body is has all these different organs and the the heart is really the one that that um perceive all this information and i explain it like when we get into a room the first thing we perceive is the energy in the room and the people that is there and that's how that's uh, how the heart the heart has that sensory um field that where we perceive so that's information that's the first way we get information in, into our body the heart is the the one that is always getting that information and because of that information that goes to the brain and and the the heart is sending all these um you know like different signals to the organs and how to they they're gonna regulate and and all that so when we pay the attention put the attention in the heart and we start breathing and focusing on the heart we are sending all um 
all these signals through the body and we are producing all these hormones that are really good for our body and for like the brain and all that and it's just like give us that space of relaxation and it's something that we can do just by doing that 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 breathing and if you want uh, as you said we can do one exercise round right now and we just have to close our eyes and we're just gonna do some breathing we can put our right hand in the center of the chest and close our eyes and I, I'm going to tell you something later, because for when I learned this, I learned it with my eyes closed. It's easier, but when we're in real life, we need to have our eyes open. And, and I, then I learned to do it with my eyes open. So we're going to start with our eyes closed and we're just going to breathe five seconds. Inhale. And five seconds. Exhale. And the attention is going to go in the heart. And that's the tricky part. We're going to keep our rhythm in the breathing. But the focus is going to be on the heart. And then when you have the rhythm, and that focus on the heart, you're just gonna open your eyes and keep the breathing. But the attention, you're gonna keep it in your heart. And this is something very, very basic, but you can do it while you're driving, while you are talking with someone and the conversation is getting maybe uncomfortable or something like that. So you can just keep breathing and instead of going in your head, you just keep your focus and your attention in the heart and just keep that rhythm of breathing. You don't hold it, you just like do the inhale and exhale, five seconds. It almost feels as if I'm breathing in and out of my heart. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then you can start adding different ingredients and then, but that's the basic, basic breathing in the heart, but you can imagine that each breathing is so, like a light is growing in the center of your chest and is growing and getting small and big, like, like you're breathing through the heart. Mm -hmm. So it's just like keep practicing. And I usually recommend that this is to start doing that, this exercise in the morning, as soon as you wake up and before going to bed, mm -hmm. like every day. <laughs> and yeah. if you need during the day, I mean, if you're driving, if you're in the computer, you can just do like maybe two, five to five minutes. And that is like, like if you're going to the gym and you're training, is you're training your attention to be in your heart and you're, you're training this um, breathing like deep and slow breathing mm -hmm. and focusing on your heart. And that's like, that's super important. It's we sometimes people doesn't notice like that we're not breathing we're holding our our breathing so yeah it's, it's very important that that's relax you sometimes people get uh sleepy mm -hmm. because <laughs> the brain start relaxing but that's that's normal and but it's it's if you keep doing it um 
for like when I did it the first time I, I did like a challenge, it was uh, 30 days. It can really change a lot of things. And one of the things that I can tell you um, that happened with me, it was uh, I used to have, uh, well, my mom was very reactive with me. Um, I, I think she had some kind of drama or something, but I wanted to hug her or something when I when I was little and she had these like reactions. And I noticed after I uh, left the toxic relationship I have, uh, my daughters were coming to me like that and I had the same reactions. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why, why have these? And then that is when I found Harmat. And these exercises uh, help me to get rid of those uh, reactions. Mm -hmm. So it, it really makes a lot of, of changes um, when you're cost, constantly doing the exercises. So. And what's so cool is that science is finally, you know, the technology and the science is there to actually be able to measure this stuff. I know HeartMath does a lot of research. I know they've, I've seen some of their diagrams, you know, they talk about how the heart, the, the energy of the heart, the extends out like three feet from the body and they can measure that with instruments. Uh -huh. uh, so no wonder we're picking up on the energy and the vibes of other people because literally they're like broadcasting it out right yeah. through their brain waves yeah. and through their heart waves. each of our organs has that thyroid uh of energy like that field of energy but the heart is the biggest so we yes. have that big energy field around us and the the uh thing that i found very interesting in this is when somebody is like coherent in a room and and you get into a room and you feel like this weird energy, but you keep doing these exercises and you keep your energy feel and your heart and your brain in a coherent state, suddenly the energy of the other people around you start changing. Yeah. So that's that's something that is it's just great because you can affect uh people around you with your own energy and that's what we do all the time unconsciously but we're not in coherent state uh, all the time and we're affecting in a not healthy way so imagine all the change that we can do when when we are in a coherent state we can we can affect people around you environments and also we can affect and this is uh, also scientifically proved like we affect we have more effect in the planet with our energy field yes. that we can we, we can benefit more the planet with with that energy field in a coherent state that we can do more like I don't know recycling or something doing something <laughs> yeah. yeah and same with access bars when you've got mm -hmm. hundreds and thousands of people around the world all running bars at the same time that's creating an energetic effect on the yeah. whole planet right and I love what you said about you know with the heart map um being willing to when you take care of yourself and you take care of your energy and your vibration and what you're putting out there um, you can then no longer be at the effect of, especially those of us that consider ourselves empaths or highly sensitive people, you know, we tend to sink down to the lowest common denominator, the vibrations of others. But when we have these tools and we can stay coherent or we can stay at a higher vibration or however you want to call it, just being in our 
you know, uh, in our core, being our authentic selves, when we can be in that space, then we start impacting the environment around us rather than being impinged upon by the environment. Mm -hmm. And it's a combination of everything because I, I noticed in myself, I mean, that's, that's, those are good tools to self-regulate, um, but also there's things that you have to work like with a, a verbal process or like a, a question or something that you have to look at them. So in order you can like change them, yeah. you, you, don't, you cannot, you just are at the effect of whatever you have there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just like a combination of different things. As I mean, we're not like simple uh, beings, you know, like we have, you said at the beginning, we are body, we are spirit, we're all these mental things that we have. So we're, we're complex <laughs> beings. Yes. yes. <laughs> So as we start to bring this to a close, I'm just curious if you if you could sum up in a few words for us, what what's different about you now or how is your life different now that you have discovered all these tools and done all this work and changed your life and your body and everything? How are you different today than you were 20 years ago? <laughs> totally different. I'm yeah, I was because nobody explains you how I mean all these things I have to look for myself if you go to I mean if I will have stay and actually that's what happened when I uh I, I still do talk therapy but on on I got to the point that I we were talking about the same thing all over and over again and and you have to be aware of what is working for you or not working for you and I think that's what all these um different modalities can help you to really access your knowing and access your being. And once you're connecting more with that, you can make different choices and better choices, choices that are gonna connect you more with yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the thing that I will say, uh, I'm more myself than I was 20 years ago. <laughs> I was I was full of uh, different uh, traumas and uh, fears and different emotions. So and and I'm not saying like I'm I, I'm still doing a lot of work. I, I still have things that I need to work on, but this combination of um, different therapies uh, has has done a lot a lot for me. Yeah. Wonderful. So Ruth, if people want to find out more about you and your work, where can they go? Well, I have a website. It's um, violetwings.net and they can find me there. And I'm here uh, also in the Bay Area and I speak Spanish. So if people uh, in the Latino community, they want to have some therapy or they uh, they are looking for something like this, uh, they can check on my website too. Wonderful. And you can work with people locally and all over the world, right? All over the world, yeah. And uh, yeah, the, in the hard math uh, work, uh, I have also a program that I work one-on-one -on -one with, with people for five weeks. And I, I love this program because it really, I mean, when people does the, the exercises, is it makes huge changes. So it's, it's wonderful. So cool. Thank you so much, Ruth, for being a guest today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I love that, 
you know, you are out there in the world creating a difference for people. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the invitation. It was a pleasure to be here. Yes. And thank you all for tuning in and checking out this episode. If you liked it, please do click like, share, comment, because the more feedback we get on the podcast, the more people will find it and we'll get these tools and information out there in the hands of more people who might benefit whose their own lives are, you know, maybe they're seeking for something. Maybe they've tried a bunch of things that haven't worked. Well, you know, I'm here to, to help you guys find what it is you might be looking for that you didn't even know was out there. Mm -hmm. So thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on another episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Kaleidoscope of Possibilities, Alternative Perspectives on Mental Health. This has been Dr. Adriana Popescu. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share with others. To find out more about me, my guests, and more, please visit my website at adrianapopescu.org. See you next time.